Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the Nosy Rosie Show. I'm your host, Nosy Rosie, aka the Love Doctor, aka the Queen of Questions, aka the Girl That Gets the Deets. I'm a Nashville native and a world traveler. I'm in my early 20s, um, which are crazy times in the love life game for me and the people around me. I've been wanting to start a podcast for quite a while. I've talked about it for like over a year because some of the best conversations and my favorite conversations are generally around that person's love life or my love life. It's just the best thing to talk about. Um, I also think it's a great excuse to get the tea from all my friends and people around me in my life. And also, it's just a good outlet um, to give some unsolicited advice, so stay tuned. Um, I'm here today with guest star Eliza Vitolins. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Now, (laughs) tell us a little about yourself. Well, I'm 21 years old, 25, uh, have a cold right now. Oh, good. That'll sound good on the acoustics. (laughs) Um, Let's set the scene for you. We are in my brother's room in my parents' house. Um, He doesn't live here anymore. (laughs) But it's the top floor, and it's got, like, the best acoustics. (laughs) The air conditioning just came on, so hopefully that doesn't mess with this too much. But, um, yeah, it's pretty good. We're drinking some cocktails that we made. Um, I mean, I am. Eliza is not allowed to drink on her college contract. I never drink. Yeah, contract. she never drinks. She would never Leave do me. that. So, I'm drinking alone. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's dive right in. Liza, how's your love life? Um, <laughs> well... Let's go to the next question. <laughs> okay, what's your relationships? Actually, let's let's start with this. Tell us about your orientation. Are uh, you? What I'm your, straight. Have you exclusively liked and dated men? Well, not dated, but I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're straight. Now, tell us about your relationship status at the moment. I'm single and ready to flamingo and ready to settle down. <laughs> Get married, pop out twenty kids. <laughs> So tell me why you're single. Well, it's a long story. <laughs> um, not really, though. I'm just very awkward, and... I don't think so. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm bad at flirting, and <laughs> I use humor as a defense mechanism, mm-hmm. and so... <laughs> I... <laughs> I have a hard time being vulnerable with people, and so when it comes to the guys I like, I usually am like, LOL, bye, and never talk to them, and <laughs> pretend that I hate them, and then it always goes wrong. Yeah, that's so. always, it always sucks when the guy that you like thinks you hate them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have that same know. problem sometimes, you know? Yeah. Do you like being single? I mean, I do, I, I do like being single just because I feel like I have a lot of freedom and I feel like, you know, I can do whatever I want with my life right now and I'm, you know, hopefully graduating in May and so, like, I can go wherever I want, do whatever I want. 
but at the same time, it's kind of like, well, I've been single for 21 years now, and so, <laughs> uh, it's kind of like, I, I just, like, want to date people right now, I'm, like, not, like, I'm not, don't want to have, like, a serious, like, boyfriend or something yeah. right now, but, yeah, I do, I've learned a lot being single, and I feel like I know who I am. And that's yeah. true. You know how to work on your shit alone. Yeah. Like you don't need somebody. Yeah. But you know, I feel that way too. Like I generally love being single. I love doing my own thing, having my own schedule, not doing anything, all that bullshit. That's great about being single that everyone always talks about. But like today I was thinking like, we were actually talking about it earlier. I just feel like I want to find my like real OG person. That's just like obsessed with me and I'm obsessed with them, you know? Like, something very healthy like that. <laughs> but, like, just someone, you know, just, I think I'm ready to really start looking for my person. Yeah. And, like, I I've mean, had a lot of fun, but, you know. Yeah. I'm I mean, not in a huge rush. I just want to know if it's possible, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about this. The topic that I brought you in here for today is, I want to get your opinion on dating apps, and I want to know if you are on dating apps. Or if you aren't, if you have been in the past, and why you aren't. That's all one question in case you were wondering. <laughs> wow, this topic is such a surprise to me. Shocking. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, like, I don't know, I've been on dating apps before. I think just Tinder. Like, usually this summer I'm like, oh yeah, I should, like, get on dating apps and maybe actually meet some guys. And then I, like, match people and I'm like... You know, flirting it up, wooing them, <laughs> and then like when if it comes down time. to like, they're like, "Oh, you want to actually meet up?" And I'm like, "Uh, oh shit, my mom's no. coming." And I'm like, "No, you don't want to meet this." <laughs> so, Damn. yeah, it doesn't go well for me. But I mean, I've heard of Tinder success stories. Yeah, you hear about a Tinder wedding every now and, and again. And then I hear of Tinder horror stories, and I know or two of them personally, so. Yeah. Um, but. Oh, I, oh, can you tell a couple or one of them? Uh, probably Change not. Change all the names? Well, I think you should. This would spice it up a little bit. I don't know. It seems a little personal. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this one of the Tinder horror stories that's about a friend? Air quote, air quote, or you? About friend. Okay, a real, okay. So, we should. <laughs> Can we get that? <laughs> no. Okay. Anyways, um, so yeah, dating apps, they're, they're not for everyone. <laughs> they're not for most people, but most people I mean, do if it you're, anyways. If you feel like, you know, either A, you're trying to like, really be serious and meet someone, or if you're just trying to like, you know, murder someone, then that's the place for you, you know? You know, another thing great about Tinder and dating apps in general is, like, you get a lot of tea out of it. Like, you know, you see who's that's single, true. you see who's not single but pretending to be single. You see your cousins every now and then, which is really freaky, but you're, like, getting deets on them, you know? A side that you wouldn't normally see. You see your exes, and you're like, oh, shit, you're on here too, buddy. Like, I see you. Um... That's one of my favorite aspects. And then, like, every time I see a friend I know, like, it's great to, like, swipe right and just, like, oh, wait, are you swiping right, too? And be like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, do you, are you swiping right to say hi? Or are you actually in love with me? You know, that's always yeah. great. Yeah, I don't know. 
It's too risky. I, I mostly just, like, <laughs> I stopped getting on dating apps when I go back to school because my school is really small, and so I... Every it's time I'm there, top, you're pretty isolated. Yeah, so I only get people from my school, and I'm not about that, you know, like trying to make authentic connections. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not <laughs> happening, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I try to not do that only when I'm really bored. Yeah. But it is fun to, like, swipe around and, like, make really shallow judgments on people, you know? Oh, um, it's a lit time. Don't get me wrong. I, I love mean, Tinder. it's honestly, I feel like for girls. It's so much more fun because every guy, like, I've talked to takes it so seriously and they're, Mm -hmm. like, trying to, like, find a woman and they take themselves too seriously and it's just kind of fun to, like, mess around with their minds and stuff. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Should we cut that? (laughs) We can't let them know. Oh, yeah. Sorry, No, I'm serious about it. Uh, Really trying to find a man on Tinder. Yeah. Man of your dreams. So, what is the man of your dreams? Like, what are you looking for? Mm. Um, let's start with physical attraction. What are you most attracted to in a man? All right, listen up, y'all. I'm yeah. just kidding. Um, any bachelors, turn your <laughs> volume up. <laughs> well, actually, I don't know. Like, I feel like looking back at, like, the people I've liked, all, all of them have looked really different. Um, so I wouldn't say that there's, like, a certain, like, physical look that I like. Mm-hmm. Generally, like, I mean, someone taller than me, I'm, like, pretty tall, so... It's kind of weird if you're shorter than me. That's just my one shallow thing. <laughs> you're 5'9"? Five, nine. Yeah, 5'9 five, five, and a half. 5'9 and a half, yeah. Um, so, yeah, usually someone tall. But, yeah, like, as far as, like, I don't really have a type because I usually just go for, like, I don't know, like, funny people, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, just people, like, are that p- people that are cool, you know. Yeah. I don't know how else Honestly, that doesn't seem right. Like, I feel like you go for really dorky guys, usually. Well, yeah, but I think <laughs> they're cool. cool. That's, that's cool in their own little way. That's true, that's true, I guess. But, like, they have, like, I don't know. I like it when people have, like, one thing they love, you know what yes. I'm saying? yeah. Like, they've all been, like, so different, but, like, it's usually, like, one or two things that, like, makes them, like, different from most people, you know? Yeah. Or if they have, like, a passion, they're just like, oh, I love this, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, usually, I guess, like, are we going into, like, things that, like, actual personality traits? Yeah, yeah. Going First, I wanted looks? to just tell you, like, I wanted to see about looks and stuff, if you had a type, um, but I want to really hear about, like, I mean, I feel like the most important, like, physical thing for me is, like, definitely eyes and hands. Ooh, I always yeah. Like that, but... Ooh, me too. Hands are so important. Yeah. Also, backs are nice, I gotta say. Backs are nice. <laughs> um, yeah. Shoulders. Yeah. hmm Let's... <laughs> <laughs> we digress. Let's... <laughs> Let's get to the characteristics you're looking for in a man, personality-wise, and maybe some things that you definitely don't want. Oh, can we... Should we start with what I don't want or what I do want first? Um, whatever your heart desires, that's up to you. Alright, well, I'll go with what I do want. This will help me think mm-hmm. things I don't want. Um, oh gosh, I'm getting heartburn. Okay, um. <laughs> you need a moment? <laughs> okay. I can play some eleva- elevator music or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna go. Um, so things that I like, personality-wise, I think, like, just in general, someone that's, like, outgoing, I feel like since I'm 
I'm a shy person. <laughs> and so, like, someone that's, like, really outgoing and is, like, really friendly and just, like, nice to people is, like, really important to me because I want someone that's going to be able to, like, kind of get me out of my shell. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, like, that's one common tie between the people that I've liked in the past. Like, they've all been, like, super outgoing. Yeah. Um, someone that's, well, funny is important because I'm really funny. Um. Yeah, you are really freaking funny. And I don't want someone that's gonna just, like, be Not less get funny your humor. Like, I need someone to, like, you know, that's gonna be, like, on par with my humor because. Right. If I'm around, like, unfunny people, then it's just not good. They don't get my humor, and then we won't connect. Um, so someone funny, someone nice, and I don't know. I like people that are, like, they, like, think about things a lot. That sounds like such a <laughs> low bar for men, but, like... <laughs> the bar is so low. The bar is real low right now. It's funny, nice, and you have to think sometimes. And over 5'9", like, that's not that many things. That's true. I think, I, I mean, maybe that's not what reason I'm single, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I like it when people are intentional, and yeah, that's about all I got for things. Yeah, that's important. Um, now, do you expect the guy to always make the first move? Or would you, if you had someone, a potential, would you get out there and, like, put yourself out there and be, like, lay it out? Or would um, you wait for him? I don't know. I think it has to be, like, a both kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. I think there has to be, like, I don't know. I feel like guys nowadays, they're just kind of, like, I don't know. They, I feel like everyone, at least at, like, my school, like, everyone's, like, afraid to, like, make any moves. But, like... I don't know, I think it has to be both, like, I think a guy should put in some effort, but not, like, over the top, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think, like, the girl needs to put in, like, you know, affirmation of that, which I'm terrible at. Yeah. So, um, I think it has to be a both thing. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, I mean, for me personally, maybe, okay, so, I'm feminist as fuck, don't get me wrong, but, like... I like it when the guy makes the first move. I'll definitely put myself out there to drop some major, like, hints. And guys aren't very good at picking that up. But I'll, like, if I really like someone, I'll lay it out, which is pretty good. And then if they don't pick it up, I'm like, okay, well, I guess he doesn't feel that way. And it's fine. But if he does feel that way and doesn't put himself out there, it's kind of worse. Because I'm like, okay, do you want me to, like, get down on one knee and propose to you if we ever get married? Do you want me to, like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. It has to be, like, I don't know, like, yeah, I'm feminist as fuck, too, but, like, I want someone to, like, I don't know, I guess I'm I'm kind of an insecure person as far as relationships go. Yeah, that's true. I don't get, like, that affirmation, like, if they're not, like, oh, I like you, then I'm not gonna know, because I'll just assume that it's not good. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that they don't like me like that. So, I don't know, I think it has to be both. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we're probably pretty similar. Now, do you have any potential men right now that you've got your eyes on? You just went I mean, back to college your senior year. I don't know. Um, yeah, there's a few people. No more details? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm kind of, like, confused about what I really want right now. Mm-hmm. Um. 
it's kind of weird timing, you know, like, I'm a senior and stuff, and part of me is, like, panicking, because I'm like, oh, no, like, am I going to find someone ever if I don't find someone in college, or do I need, not even need to worry about that, because I'm graduating, and then, like, you know, people's lives go separate ways, so. Yeah. But, Okay, I, I feel know. like we're talking about your school a little bit. Can you give some background on why it is so strange? <laughs> It's not that strange. Um, <laughs> well, it's like you can't drink on contract. Everyone's getting married. Like, well, everyone's putting pressure on dating. Well, it's just, it's a small, small school. Like, it's a thousand, like 1,100 people, which is like a lot smaller than most high schools. So, the problem with that is that, you know, you can't, it's not really like a safe, well, not safe, but like, I don't know, it's hard to like date people there because everyone knows each other. Yeah, very small pool. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, if you, like, go for this one person, and that kind of, like, colors you for everybody else. And it's like, uh, or, you know, people start rumors and be like, oh, did you hear about this person? This person liked this person, but this person didn't like them back, and now they're right. dating that person. And, it, you know, yeah, it's all sham. It's all tangled up really so, fast. Yeah, it's just kind of hard to, like... It's kind of hard to date at college right now, and so, um, I don't know, that's another reason I'm just, like, too afraid to, like, do anything, really, so. Yeah. It's just a tricky dating environment, and, yeah, it's, it's made to be, like, a, a lot bigger deal, because there is, like, that portion of people that, like, start dating, and then, like, a couple months later, they're, like, engaged, and so there's that stigma that a lot of, like, normal people are, like, uh, no, thank you, because. Yeah. You know, uh, totally get that. So that kind of like ruins it for everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> they don't want that stigma of being like, oh, they're gonna get married next month. So yeah, that's so much pressure when it's so like delicate at the beginning, especially. Yeah, like when most people are just like in the talking phase. Like yeah, your school considers it like so much more, and that yeah. stresses me out. I would probably never. Yeah, this thing is like it's hard to know really because. There's, like, a lot of emphasis on being, like, friends first and all this stuff. And so you never really know. And it, it kind of, like, also hurts, like, like female and male friendships, too, because that's, like, another really important, yes. like... Yes! It's a, an important, like, part of, like, you know, growing as a human being is, like, having, like, relationships, like, friendships with just other... the other sex, you know? Yeah. Because it's, that's like... That's so important. You've got to have the balance in your life, like... Yeah. So you don't have that, and that that's another thing that gets ruined. <laughs> so oh, sorry. wow, she's on Instagram while I'm trying to talk to her. No, I'm checking for questions. Uh, anyways. Don't wrap me out, <laughs> Anyways, yes, that ruins male friendships, and that's that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. You do have some good male friendships, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like you finally broke through the barrier. You've got some we'll good see. ones. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Well, why I was checking Instagram is because I put out a question thing telling everyone that we were recording our first podcast and the Love Doctors were in, so I just wanted to do a quick check if anybody wrote in, and we did have several people. Um, Would you like to give some advice, Eliza? Yes, I would love to. I'm really good at advice. You are actually, truly. I also study sociology. Oh, let me give everyone a flirting tip that I learned the other day. Oh, please do so, that. So, in my class, Men, Women, and Society, uh, we talk about just, like, the different roles of, um, you know, men, women, and society. 
Um, <laughs> so, oh, I can't remember, because I get these two classes, like, blurred together, because one is mental and society, the other is interpersonal communication. They're both, like, focused on, like, relationships and everything. So, I'll be, a, I'll be like, oh, a certified genius. We'll, like, call in if you're not here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please do. Um, anyways, I learned this flirting tip that if you're in the gym and you see a fine person, uh-huh. your best bet is you're supposed to go work out right next to them, even if you're feeling, like, oh, insecure. Oh, God, no. Well, let's hear me out. Okay, so, when people are working out, they're, like, adrenaline's going, they're pumping themselves up, they're, like, feeling good, feeling fit, and they're, like, you know... Uh, what's the thing makes you happy? That's going. <laughs> um, can't think of the word. But so then they see you next to them, and then they start associating you with those like positive emotions. Oh my damn! So yeah, that's a free flirting tip for you. Um, that's really good. So if you're in the gym, or if you want to follow someone to the gym and work out next to them, yeah, it'll work for you. Okay, I wonder in this situation. If it's not the gym, but it's just somewhere where people are really happy, and if you just are with them when they're really happy, that's true. Is that, is the same effect? Because See, I was like a also... drowned rat at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's another scenario. Okay, so they interviewed two different people that, or no, two groups of people that met on two different bridges, and one, two people met on a stable bridge down low. Mm-hmm. near the water. And the next couple met on a bridge, like a swinging bridge up high. And then after they met each other, they had an interview with each couple and they said they had, you know, the people on the low bridge were like, oh, they were fine and stuff. And then yeah. the people on the high swinging bridge, they were like, yeah, they seem really cool and adventurous. So if you're in an environment that's like kind of cool and fun, uh-huh. Just associate yourself with people, and they'll associate you with that fun time and fun oh, event yes. and adventure and coolness. So then you already have a good name for yourself and a good start. Oh, that's so. great. So, like, that's more reason to do more great, weird, fun things. Mm-hmm. And, like, at the same time, you'll be, like, getting all the bays, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, we need to take a break really quick. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Stay tuned for all of our advice um, from our fans that love us. So, we don't really have sponsors. If you would like to be one of our first supporters, hit me up in the comments below. Actually, this isn't YouTube, so hit me up on Instagram at Roslyn B. Holla! Hi everyone, we're back. It's me, Rose, and my sister Liza. She's the guest star of the show today. And we asked our Instagram fans if they had any questions or comments about their love life. Actually, the exact wording was, so how's your love life? And I did the question box thing on my story. And I did get a lot of responses. We're not going to be able to talk about all of them today. But I did want to get some of Eliza's wisdom. Um, I'm going to throw in some comments too, of course, because I'm going to give wisdom, even if it's not good. So, um, let's go ahead and start some off. Eliza, are you ready for this? I'm so ready. Okay, let me find it again. Alright, so, um, I guess the first one is pretty advicey. It's actually a question. Most people just kind of said how their love life was, which we still need to give unsolicited, I guess it is solicited advice. So that's good. We did ask. 
We told them why. Um, but the Love Doctors are in, and we're about to help out our friend here. Um, she's coming to us live. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> she says, I still live with my boss, and things are heating up with the maintenance man. How do I get rid of my boss without committing a capital felony? <laughs> so wait, is this a question on how to commit murder or how to... Get rid of the boss. Get him out of the house so she can have her maintenance van over. You know? Oh, uh, okay. I have a passion. Okay. Let's see. I've never had a passionate affair with a maintenance van before. Um, really? Yeah. I've been close a few times, but... I mean, uh, that's just... Oh, man. That's... I mean, pretty... most of the maintenance men I know are like... You know, in their 50s, already married, so... Oh, is that too old for you? Yeah, just by a few years. Um, But yeah, so I haven't been successful on the maintenance van front, but... um, I guess I know how to get people out of your space. (laughs) Oh, good! Elaborate on that. I knew it! I knew it! (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, I I don't really know how to portray this advice. Um, It's really something that comes naturally, you know. I feel like, you know... I don't know. I think you just need to put intentional space between you and your boss. You know, maybe, like, you know, lay on the couch nude or, like, <laughs> start clogging the toilet. Um, just, you know, do everything in your power and really just, like, you know, cut them off. Cut them off. Um, yeah, I think just you got to do what you got to do for love, you know, and so... Make those sacrifices. That's so true. You know, um, I was actually thinking a similar way, and it, it basically is your same concept, but my inspiration comes from an episode of Drake and Josh, actually, <laughs> when um, I think it's, I don't know which one is dating a girl, but either Drake or Josh is dating a girl, and they don't want to break oh, up with Drake. her. Oh, yeah, Drake's the player. You're right. Josh oh, no, is, Josh, the girl that won't break, he wants to break up with. But oh, won't. yeah, and then they start being just <laughs> disgusting and to, like, make her break up. And they're, like, eating spaghetti with their hands, and, like, it's going everywhere, and it looks gross. Oh, no, that was Drake. That was Drake. Drake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't remember whatever happened. She probably, like, didn't break up because it was an episode of Drake and Josh. But, you know, you got to take this method, too. you got to be disgusting to live with. Like, everything you know how to do, like, let things mold in the sink, like, leave trash out, like, bring in small animals from the, from the forest, and... Don't clean up after them. You gotta blare your music all hours of the night. You gotta, I don't know, cause some conflict, fight a little bit. Um, you know, smoke one in the house. one line that I've learned that works really well to get them out of the house is you just go into wherever they are and just say, "Whatever you do, do not, do not go into that bathroom." <laughs> hair for a little bit. You have, like, maybe, like, two or three hours to kill, so use your time wisely. Oh, that's such good advice. So, yeah, that pretty much wraps that up. Yeah. Done and done. Then you can have your maintenance man over whenever and however you want, and you'll have your whole space to yourself. No worries with your boss. Problem solved. So, be disgusting and terrible. There you go. I don't think that's a crime or a felony. Yeah, that's pretty good. Honestly, you just gotta be crafty. That's so true. Alright, now we have another um, friend calling in. She just had, a, like, a comment about her love life. I guess, I guess it's sort of a question, too. 
Um, she says, currently considering joining a nunnery. Um, how do you think that would be to join a nunnery? And do you think that's a good idea for her? Well, um, you know, depending on the person, I think that's a viable option. If you are Catholic mm-hmm. and you feel led to do so, but I think you should not appropriate the nun culture. Yes. Um, Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I don't know, I I think that's a viable option for everybody. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think in particular, the person who's asking, I do not think that she will need to be a nun for much longer, personally. I think she's a great catch. Um, she is a great catch. I wish we could say her She's name. kind of the same boat as me, honestly, though. I feel like, you know, we're both... Uh, she's a better catch than I am, let's be honest. But Oh, honey, let's not um, go into that little <laughs> bunny trail. Anyways, she could do whatever she wants and whoever she wants. <laughs> That's right. You just go out there and get it, girl. You don't need to even... But if you feel nunnery. if you feel like the Lord's calling you to be a nun, then by all means. But I don't think so, girl. If you were a nun, I would break you out of there, and we would go have some wild nights. <laughs> don't try. <laughs> I'm I'm not playing. Um, but yeah, I guess the consensus is don't join the nunnery and like go do whoever you want. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever you want, and then whoever along the way. <laughs> That you want. <laughs> All right, whatever. All right, we're going to Same thing. It. Okay. Can we cut that off? <laughs> okay, then we just have, I guess, really nobody on this has really replied positive things yet. Um, I'll keep you all posted. Um, we just have an it's terrible. Um, how could she improve her terrible love life? Um, I don't know. I think you have to just, you know, it's one of those things you have to, like, say to yourself in the mirror every day, like, it's terrible. It's terrible. No, you say, <laughs> it's all about the mindset. You have to say, like, you know, my love life is freaking great. And then you're, you're like, like, oh, everyone's in love with me. And if you start seeing it that way, then you'll be more confident. Right. And then people will be, like, falling all over you, basically. But yeah. But personally, I haven't tested this, but it seems like the right thing to say. Yeah, you know, it's like the movie, I Feel Pretty. Did you see that? Yeah, that's a good one. That is a really good one. I like Schumer, my girl. Just kidding. <laughs> is that a yes or a no? What? You like her? Yeah, <laughs> <Nick>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so basically the thing is just, like, be confident in yourself. I know I could never do this. <laughs> yeah. When, if this works for you, please let us know. Please call back. <laughs> Open 24-7. We want to know. Okay, so this guy, one of my personal friends, um, is very amazing. Also, I would like to set you up, sir. I've tried. Okay. A dry and barren land. So what should I do about it? Oh, great love gurus. Hmm. Well, let us set you up. Or Seems like we have a lot of single ladies in the questions, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, we could definitely do a little bit of matchmaking. We got some, we got a good mix of dudes and ladies. I just kind of started out with the ladies. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, I, I guess it just all comes down to, like, you know, I feel like all this injustice sometimes when the most obnoxious <laughs> people, they're getting in relationships, they're getting married, they're living happy lives, and, you know, I'm a great person, and I'm not annoying. But the problem well, there is, the problem is that they put themselves out there because they're annoying, and they're annoying people, 
But people get to know them, and they're like, okay, well, this person seems to be in my life a lot, you know? So I think we all just need to be a little bit more annoying, you know? You've got to get yourself into as many lives as possible. Yeah. Like, someone's got to like you eventually. I guess dating totally is a numbers game. You're right. You do need to get yourself out there more. But, you know, I think in this guy's case, I do know background on him. It's not like an anonymous question. So I do know that he is meeting a lot of people all the time. He, he's he got, like, a good social life. So I think he just needs to open himself up to the idea of love more mm. and realize what a catch he actually is because he is so he is a freaking catch. quality and he's so, like, perfect. Like, he's the perfect dude. I wish I could tag him in this so all of you <laughs> ladies that are um, needing a good man could find him. Um, hit, hit Rose up if you're wondering who he yeah, is. Yeah, slide into my DMs. I might I might just send you his username. You can have a look for yourself. If she deems you worthy. <laughs> right. I mean, I have a very high standard for him. <laughs> so, shoot your best shot, you know. <laughs> but... I think another thing is you gotta like make a damn move because guys don't make damn moves. Am I freaking right or am I right? Like guys, you, the questionee, you're guilty of this too. Like you gotta be literally laying it out and being like, yo, I'm ready to get rejected by you, but here's what I want. You know, be real about what you want. Like, have the good communication. Start start out with that, not with, with like, bullshit. Like, Honestly, she might think like, this, I think this. I think, like, if you're, like, a decent guy at all, like, girls respect that. If you're not, like, you know, creeping them out and, like, talking to them all the time, like, yeah. signing DMs all the time, or, like, basically harassing them. But if you're, like, honest with who, like, what you're feeling... Like, girls respect that, and if, even if they're not, like, particularly, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm in love with him, they'll at least, like, be nice about it, or they'll even, like, give you a chance, you know? Yeah. So, shoot your shot. Um, yeah, if you're if you're chasing a good woman that's, like, respectful of you, and you're also respecting her, like, it's gonna be okay. It might be kind of awkward, but, you know, any kind of thing like this, it's a risk in some way, and it's worth it, like... You just gotta do it. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Alright, we're gonna just look at one more. Okay. This guy says, aggressively single, and may I say, smiley face, and it's amazing, cool emoji, peace emoji. Good for you. <laughs> I'm so happy that you're so happy. Yep. Well, why'd you even ask question? I don't believe you. Let's give you unwanted advice. So you need to find a girl. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Obviously. If you're, okay, if you're liking being single, then that's great. I mean, I don't know. I think, you know, being single is good life. So if you're happy, then great. Hell, if you don't want anything, your life is going to be way less drama free without dealing with a relationship and getting your feelings so deep into someone and like making someone else your focus, like, hell, if you don't want it, don't do it. But if you want it, which you probably do, <laughs> then you should get on Tinder. Ding, ding, ding. Don't get on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so we definitely gave out some great free advice tonight for all our listeners. 
I would say um, so. I am not done, though. I have a f- one more thing that I would love to do with you. Okay. Um, I mean, who knows what this will lead to. Um, I have this game called the Confessions Game, and there's a lot of sections in it, but there's some ones that maybe you won't want to answer on the air. So I took out one section, the relationship section, um, and I figured that we could do luck of the draw. I'll hold out a hand, you can pull one out, and then I will ask you that question, and you will get one pass. Keep that in mind. If you must Okay, how many are we doing? Three. Okay. Three. Maybe more, depending on the quality, you know? Okay. Okay, can I get a drum roll for question one? Okay, have you ever been friend-zoned? Yes, I think. Well, one time for sure. Um, well, it was kind of weird because it wasn't really friend-zoned, but it's also a friend-zoned. Um, my first date I went out on in high school... I was actually thinking about this today, so it's kind of funny this Oh, good. Up. I love when that happens. Um, so, I went on this date in high school with this guy, and it was really weird. Um, and, anyways, the date, it was okay, but, like, I realized we disagreed on literally everything. Oh, gosh. And, like, this is our first date, and we talked about, like, religion and politics. Oh, and fucking just, A. Just terrible things to talk about on a first date, and... Just have fun, like, damn! Yeah, I don't know really why it went that deep that fast, but it did. So, um, anyways, after the date, I was like, uh, okay, and then he was like, yeah, you know, like, we should go out again, blah, 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 and I was like, okay, great, and... Were you really thinking, okay, great, or did you I mean, I kind of, I, I kind of liked him, but I was like... I guess, like, later I was realizing, you know, that date actually didn't go so well. <laughs> yeah, you're just caught up in the moment, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I just have strong opinions on some things, but... That's good. I think, uh, yeah, so after that, it was kind of like, I don't really know what happened there, and so a couple weeks later, he got a girlfriend. Oh, I love that. So then I was, I guess that was pretty majorly friend zone because I did, <laughs> I did, like see him a couple other times, and it was fine, um, so I guess, yeah, that's, I don't know if that's really friend-zoning. I mean, not, not really, it was more like, just weren't right I just spilled tea on my relationship past, but, not okay. Well, okay, wait, let's think about this, I just want to actually, it's not really on the friend-zone topic, but, but did you like- is, I, th- I think, like, looking back on it, I feel like maybe I was friend-zoned the whole time, because yeah. I, f- I have this feeling that he only went out with me because, like, you know, I was friends with his mom, and, like, it was oh kind of God. like this, like, it was kind of like this hype around it, I guess, and I, like, looking back, I, like, didn't... Oh, you liked him for a while before, right? I liked him, like, f- a couple years prior, like, when he was still in high school with me. But yeah. then I hadn't, I was like, oh, yeah, like, he's a nice person, and, like, he's pretty good looking, and then, like, you know... And when it came down to it, I was, like, it was, like, overhyped, and I was, like, I feel like he's just going out with me to, like, be nice, you know? Oh, that's the worst. And so, yeah, I think that was, I think I was friends on the whole time, and it was, it was a weird situation. I mean, maybe um, not, though. Maybe he just realized later, it was, like, oh, shit, like, because sometimes you don't realize things 
like situations were bad until you're out of them and you go home and you go to sleep and then you're thinking about everything bad. Yeah. <laughs> so true. it may have been that like maybe he didn't mean to like lead you on, but he was just like, Oh yeah, maybe this wouldn't work later. Yeah. And you were probably like that too. Yeah, I mean after a while I was like, Yeah, that I dodged a bullet there. Yeah. But my consolation is that he married the girl he's dated right after me. Holy so shit. that's that's good. Good for you. So, Congratulations. <laughs> That's um, a little bit. Have you ever friendzoned anyone? Uh, ha- or felt the need to, but maybe didn't? I don't know. There's been a f- there's some people that I feel like I've gotten vibes from that they're like a little too like they maybe like me, and I'm just like uh skirt skirt, and so I have to be like basically avoid them at all costs. But that's not really friendzoning. So I mean. It's a really shitty way to friend zone someone. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's better than leading them on, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I try to be nice, like, if I do end up, like, talking to them. But, yeah, I typically just try to avoid people. Because, yeah. I don't know, I guess, like, when I realize people that, if I don't really have feelings for them, if they like me, then I'm like, no. That, like, that kind of freaks me out. Because, like, yeah. I guess I'm not very... I'm not used to, like, people liking me in a romantic sense. So when that does happen, I'm, like, spooked. Spooked. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah, what do you think, um, well, yeah, what do you think about this? I keep seeing this on the internet, like, I love Googling, like, all sorts of relationship stuff. And I have been friend-zoned, and I've also friend-zoned, and I felt guilty for friend-zoning, but, like, I was looking this thing up, and it was, like, there's, like, no such thing as a friend zone, and guys are always whining about being in the friend zone, but really, like, when you step back and look at it, it's a guy that's pretending to be nice to get in a girl's pants or, like, get something from it, and so it's all these guys whining about being nice guys. Yeah. And the girls, like, putting them in the friend zone, They're, the girls are only going after douchebags. Yeah, so. I mean, I think this goes back to, like, male and female friendships, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know, I've heard some people say, like... Oh, either, like, one person likes the other, or, like, they used to like them, or, you know, so you can't really be friends with someone, but I, like I don't purely. know. I think, I think you really can, and it, I think so, too. I think the people that complain about being friend zone, they never wanted to be friends with them in the first place. They are just trying to manipulate and be friends with them so they could eventually be in a relationship with them, and so, like, it's not really, like, they weren't ever friends to begin with, like... I think for people that have like are like genuinely friends and then like you know maybe it naturally like blossoms into a relationship and if uh-huh. one person's not feeling that then that's like okay well generally like I feel like people respect that because they have that relationship prior to that. Yeah. You know, but people that are like oh, I get friends on all the time it's just cuz you're trying to manipulate people by like pretending that by you're not being like transparent with what you actually want. Yeah. Cuz like I don't know. I think guys think girls are a lot dumber than who we are. Um, but I think, yeah, I don't think friend zoning is, I think, I I think some people define it differently than others, but. Yeah. Um. True. I mean, it's definitely a thing. Yeah. I think. I feel like. But I also see the point. From what people, like, from people I know that have said, like, oh, I had to friend zone this person, it's usually because the guy's being really creepy and, like. Being way too, like, 
I want to be in a relationship with you, blah, blah, I'm like, too forward, and it's like, yeah, I mean, right, I don't think down. that's always true, though, because, like, I've friendzoned people that are, like, genuinely really good people, but I just feel that if I don't say something, I would be almost leading them on. Yeah. I feel like I don't know, friendzoning is just shitty it's and confusing. Diff- it's different situations, I think. Every situation is freaking different, and... It just sucks for everybody because it sucks to friend zone someone. It sucks to be friend zoned. Like it's just rough. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, it's kind of depressing. Friend zones suck, but yeah, it's hard. Like I don't know. I feel like it's hard to like move past those feelings. And like after you like develop feelings for someone, it's hard to go back to just being friends. You know, because I feel like there's always like residual feelings. Yeah. So. But it can be done, and it's worth it to, like, talk through it, and if you have feelings yeah. for a friend, I really think it is worth it, because you don't want to get so bitter at that person that yeah. your friendship ends. Goes like, back to communication. Communication, yes. And, like... I think if you're, like, good friends, you should be able to talk about, like... Yeah, put yourself out there a little bit. Yeah. Like, it's worth it to save your friendship, to at least, like, let them know what's going on. You don't have to, like, force them into a relationship, but just say, hey, these are my feelings, like... Like, I don't expect you to do anything with them, but I just want you to know. And then, at least it's out there, and it was probably awkward to tell them and scary, but, like, your friendship is going to go on. It's going to be okay. But the thing that's not going to be good is if you just, like, boil over with jealousy every time they go on a date with someone, and then you end up ditching them, you know. Yeah. That's just shitty for everyone. All right, well, that was depressing. That's <laughs> our right. better question. Next question. How are you difficult to live with? To live with? Yeah. Shouldn't you shouldn't you answer that? Um Here, I'll say what I think and you say what you think. Okay. So I think I'm difficult to live with because I think I'm like a genuinely generally like pretty needy person. I think like I want people to like sometimes I want to be around people a lot and then sometimes I really want to be by myself. So mm-hmm. like um I don't know, and I'm not, like, the cleanest person. Like, I like my space to be a certain way, um, but sometimes I get kind of messy and I don't clean it. But, um, but yeah, I think being needy and being kind of messy in particular at the same time. Well, honestly, not biased. I've lived with you on and off for a long time because you're my sister. And, like, you're pretty easy to live with. Like, I mean, your room does get really messy, and it stresses <laughs> me out, like, if I'm trying to find a thing in your room to steal from you, like, clothes or something. And then your closet light is always burnt out, because you always leave Don't it bring on. that up. That's not my fault. <laughs> yes, it is. Whose fault is it? It's the light bulbs. No, you leave it on. All right, we're not talking about this on the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I am perfect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, let me try to think of something really quick. Um, I mean, sometimes when I get home early in the night, you're not there, and I can't, like, rant about what happened to me. That really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you're not there all the time. Yeah, that does suck. It really sucks. Yeah. But, overall, I give you a strong B+. B+. Messiness counts. 
Okay, but if I know I have to live with you, like, in the same room, I'm clean AF because you scarred me from my childhood. Liza, that was the worst. Sharing a bathroom with you as a child was literally a nightmare. That was when I was a child. Everyone's messy when they're a child. Okay. Next question, please. (laughs) Okay. Describe the career of your ideal partner. This is good. Um, I feel like this is probably distinct for you. Distinct? What do you mean yeah, by like, that? Yeah, I feel like you always have a type. I don't know. I guess someone that's like, I don't know. I always just want someone that's going to be like passionate about what they do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter like as far as career goes. As long as it's not like, oh, I have to go to work today. I have to like, you know, make money for my family. That's the only reason I'm doing this, you know. Yeah. I, I'd rather, I'd rather like, be with someone that's, like, struggling financially, that they're doing something they really like, than someone that's, like, doing well and they, like, hate their job. Yeah. So I think, like, you know, someone that's pursuing what they want and, like, um, you know, I think if someone is, like, passionate about, like, you know, art and then they're working a boring office job all the time, you know, I'd rather them pursue something right. that they like, um... That's so yeah. true. I, I guess that's just, like, one of the main things that attracts me is someone that's, like, really passionate about something they do or they have, like, a reason that they do it and why they love it, you know? Yeah, that's so important. Yeah. I love that. So there's not, like, one career type, but there is definitely a common denominator. Yeah. That's good. That leaves the pretty open for you. Yeah. So all you lucky men, <laughs> you all... Don't be boring. Don't be boring. That's the only thing. Just love what you do. Do what you love. Trademark. Ding. That's not from you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that was good. We had our three questions. I just really have one more thing, and then we've got to wrap it up. We're running short on time. Um, Our sponsors get really, like, (laughs) salty about that if we go over. Um, So I just wanted to ask you, what what is your Myers-Briggs type? And how does Um, that affect your relationships? Myers-Briggs. Uh... Well, I'll tell you about my marriage breaks and my uh, Enneagram type. I feel oh, like yeah. they go well together. Can you give a brief description of what each okay, one so is? My Myers-Briggs is an ISFP. But wait, let the listeners know what Myers-Briggs is in case they don't know. So Myers-Briggs is like 16 personality types. Um, basically, there's introverted, extroverted, um, sensing or feeling, or no, thinking or feeling... Intuitive, 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 no, intuitive or sensing, thinking or feeling, and then, uh, judging or perceiving. Right. So, it's a long time to describe each and every one. But it's a personality test that kind of just tells you what you are. So, I'm in, I'm introverted, sensing, um, intuitive, and perceiving. Basically, that means I, I'm more, like, concerned with, like, aesthetics and, like, um, I like concrete ideas, not, like, uh, theories or anything like that. Yeah. Um. Like, not floaty and, like, yeah. it's gotta be. I thought it was an INFP for a while, but I felt like that was too much, like, Oh, I love to, like, read books and daydream all day. That's not really me. I'm very focused in, like, here and now. And, like, you know, I don't really like dealing with, like, theoreticals. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But yeah, and I like I like working with my hands. I like making th- stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that describes me pretty well. It's my ISFP. Yeah. Um. Do you um think you want someone similar to you, or kind of opposite in the Myers Briggs? Well, I definitely want someone, like, extroverted. Um, I don't think I would really do well with someone that's super introverted. I think I'm pretty close, like, on the line of being introverted and extroverted. Yeah. Have you ever looked at what your ideal type is based on the personality um, test? Like, Uh, I don't remember. I think it... Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. But, um, I think someone similar to me... In most always mm-hmm. would be best. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to just look it up really quick. Let's just see. Myers, Briggs, personality, uh, compatibility? Yeah. Or I could just do Myers, Briggs, compatibility. Just say ISFP, ideal type. Okay, you do that. I'll do this. You, um, okay. I, ISFP? Yeah. Okay, this is a very confusing chart. ISFP, ideal match. Let's see. I-S... Oh my goodness, I see everything but that. The natural partner is the ESFJ or the ENFJ. I'm an ENFJ! Wow. Wow, we're That's such a good match. Love so well. Wowee! ENFJ. So... Oh, that makes me so happy. Congratulations. Extrovert feeling. That's my... So, yeah. ENFJ. Nice. I'll be on the lookout. That's so cool. We really do vibe pretty well most of the time. I think so. Other times you yell at me and stress okay, me out. Okay, you make me sound so mean. You are the worst sometimes. Okay, name one time I was bad. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it. I'm perfect all the time. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Spill some tea on me. <laughs> just, <laughs> just curious. No. Okay. It's fine. Okay. I won't do that to you. I have too much. Okay. <laughs> you know I carry all the burdens. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, God. Speaking of carrying others' burdens, my Enneagram is type 2. Ooh, that was a good transition. Yeah, I know. So Which is, is that, like, the main thing of a 2? The 2 is, um, which I've been kind of, like, questioning if I'm a 2 recently, but 2s yeah. are, like, the helpers, and they really put, like, their, they love to serve others, Yeah. they put others, like, they care more about others' feelings than they do about themselves. Right. And I think that's pretty accurate for me, because I think about what other people would think, like, before I make decisions, I think about, you know, what is this person going to think about this decision, or what is this person going right. to, like, how is this person going to deal with this, how will this affect that person, you know, so I think I do, like, it's kind of tricky to be a two, because it's hard to, like, you know, live your life by yourself when you're thinking about everyone else. Um, well, also, you got to be careful because someone that's not like that, not necessarily a bad person, but someone that just doesn't think like that, yeah, isn't going to treat you the same, and it can kind of result in you being walked on a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it is true. Like, I, I definitely realize that in a lot of my, like, close friendships that I just have to accept that we don't really deal with people the same way, and it's okay, but, like, I definitely know, like, this person doesn't necessarily think the same way as I do about other people. Right. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. But I definitely just do prioritize other people's feelings more than mine. 
Mm-hmm. And that's not really healthy either. But Yeah, like, you've got to find a healthy balance. I mean, it sounds good to be things. like, oh, yeah, I am just so, like, caring about other people. I just I'm love such serving. Giver. Such a giver. Like, I will I give up my life. Heart. I will take a bullet for this person. But, like, if you, come, if you think about it, it's actually a really, like, unhealthy behavior. Yeah. To an extent, like, you can be a healthy... Too, but I read some like unhealthy traits of two, and it becomes like very possessive and very like worried about other people think. But you know, you can be a healthy two and like still like love and care for others, but you have to like care for yourself too, right? You know, but yeah, yeah. okay. Well, we've got to wrap it up, we are way (laughs) over on our sponsor time. Actually, I'm just tired, I'm ready to like pass out. Yeah, I'm not, I'm really, I'm really really pumped, but yeah, let's end it right now, okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, wait. One more thing. How can we find you online? How can our listeners reach out to you? What's, do to you have you? Instagram? No, to you. To me? Yes, you personally. For all, um, all, for all my advice, I I often um, open up my Instagram stories for questions. And I'm really good at advice. Oh, actually, she really truly is. Yeah, I it's really am. at times when she does that. And I'm really funny. Um, My Instagram is... At Eliza.Vitolins. How do you spell Vitolins? V-I-T. V as in violin. (laughs) V-I-T-O-L-I-N-S. At Instagram.com. Just kidding. I don't know if that's right. If y'all know how to do Instagram, you you can figure it out. Also, hit me up too if you're feeling lonely. Because Eliza doesn't... She doesn't get on Instagram as much as I do. Yeah, I do. I just don't post. I just look at memes. Okay. But anyways, if you want to be on the show, because I'm not going to be here all the time, let Rose know. She'll love to interview you. I would love to. Reach out to me at rosalindv.com. <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding, not. not .com. It's just at rosalindv. On Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. All right. Well, peace and blessings. Liza, thank you so much for coming on Thanks the show. For having me. I'm glad I could be the first. Yes, I'm so excited for this podcast. We've got a great guest coming in next week. Don't know who it is yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I have a lot of wise gurus in my life. Um, But yeah, we'll definitely be calling you, I'm sure, um, because you are um, pretty professional with your degree and such. So yeah, I really appreciate you. Yeah, we'll just leave it there. Wait, leave our listeners with one tidbit of advice to take with them or a slice of homework for next week in their dating lives. Oh, okay. I'll go with a slice of homework because I'm not yeah, going to advise. Yeah, that's good. So, slice of homework is just think of yourself in a positive light and say to yourself that you're a catch and then also put yourself out there with one person and go out on a ledge for one yes, person. I am a fucking catch. And I'm going out on a ledge with this one person. That's yeah, what you say. Any person. It, anyone, it could be someone random. Just shoot your shot with one person. Yeah. I love so, it. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to do that personally, but you should do it. <laughs> well, do as you say, not as you do. Yeah. Is that the right yeah, yeah. That? That's right. Um, All right. Well, well, everyone have a great day or sweet dreams or wherever you are. For- thanks for tuning in. Thanks. <laughs> All right. (laughs) Goodbye. We love you. Cha-cha-cha.